2: Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad, but be joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going oh, on?
3: Oh, I'm having a lovely time, Chris. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> what, what actually, you know what, right? Me and you have got a little bit of stuff in common. I am now officially... Oh, God. <gasps> ...sick of the back teeth of fucking... YouTube, fucking YouTube, and the things the lack of respect it has for—I'm going to use big old inverted commas—creators.
2: You're going to have to elaborate on this. What what are you on about?
3: Annoyed. Excuse my language. Fuck. (laughs) Why? Um, I've been so I do a a podcast called Wrestle Me, and it's basically uh, the conceit was. me and my friend watch all of WrestleManias from one until last uh, this year's that year, it's 38, right? I don't know. Mm. I didn't know anything about wrestling. My friend is a very funny comedian who knows fucking loads about wrestling, and it's just fucking good. Whether you like wrestling or not, whether you're a Laps fan, whether you're new new fan, it is astonishingly good. Right, not, because me, yeah. not because of me, not because of me. It's because of 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 uh, of of Mark, right? And and I uh, got a guy got a guy called Michael. Banyabat. He is this talented sort of um, editor who kind of put together, mm. who's basically put taken some of our podcasts and put and taken uh, WWE um, footage and basically matched them together. So what we're talking about the podcast that we released, you know, six months ago. He's basically made some videos that have a visual element to them, and oh, under cool. the b- fair, much broader than over here, broad uh, terms of how fair use works. We're talking about a subject. We're talking about the visuals, and we—it's—it's it's all under the broad term of fair uh, use. The WWE, however, have a very differing idea about what uh, their oh, no. limitations are. Uh, so they're basically just every night, like they're just constantly uh, blocking a lot. We're not we've not monetized anything. We're not like making any money out of it. It's just to advertise the podcast uh, and make people listen to the podcast, which I think y'all should all do. It's very good. But, um, the, the, um, but like YouTube just basically, uh, taking everything down, uh, in some parts of the world. And then they're just going ahead and just taking it down completely in the whole rest of in, in the whole of the world. And it's just, mm. and even though we have written, you know, fair use is fair use. That's unsellable. We're allowed to do it. Uh, and, you know, everyone else is doing it, and they just—they're just picking on us, Chris. They're just picking on us, and there's no recourse. There, I mean, there is recourse. But there's still no recourse because we go well. Actually, no, it's fair use, and these are the reasons why. And and Michael is actually quite adept at arguing the toss. Like he's managed to argue the toss, uh, putting up the best part of an hour's worth of Hollywood footage before and and maintained it because it's fair use under the terms of fair use. But the WWE just sort of go, we WWE just cancel it and we're not to watch it. And then we go, well, no, actually we've got a reason to use it, and we're allowed to use it under the terms of, of legal fair use. And then they go. Nah, and YouTube just go, yeah, what they said, and it's just like there's just Aww. no bloody recourse, Chris. There's no argument to be had. It's infuriating.
2: It's not fair, no. When you're up against a powerful organisation like Ugh. that, that's when you're stuffed. Yeah, you know. I I I've been lucky. I don't think I've ever had any fair use issues. I had some copyright music issues mm. before, um, but like, yeah, I've been lucky. It's it's a, it's a it's a nasty business. I was a bit worried earlier on this year. I did a video where I talked about. You Only Live Twice, you know the Bond movie, yes, yeah, where yeah, yeah. he comes to Japan and then James Bond becomes Japanese by putting some salatape on his eyebrows and yeah. becoming oriental in a very questionable manner. But I, I, I featured some footage from that and I was a bit worried, but I seem to go around it. I think that's fair use because I'm doing a commentary on, huh. you know, perceptions mm. of Japan yeah. from the 1960s. Yeah. But I, it, it, what you've described, though, it does sound like fair use. The way yeah, I mean, there's sort of, yeah, there's, you're, there's
3: you're, no protected commentary. copyrighted music. There's no, they're just they're just um, ban hammering us, and we're you know we're, we're we're keeping some stuff up. We're we're getting other stuff taken down, um, but it's just frustrating for poor Michael who's spending all that oh. time editing it and then it's just not seeing the light of day because just getting taken down, knotted not and you know ne- and and basically it goes through. It goes through like co- it goes through copyrights because you, when you upload something, you actually have the opportunity to see whether anything, any co- any algorithmic copyrights um, flags have been flagged, don't you? And then mm, you sort of go you do, and yeah. you can sort of work them out, edit them out of the, the the video, or you know just just cut your cloth accordingly. But sometimes it'll just they'll just let you through, and then they'll go, "Nah, you gotta take it down." <laughs> it's just upsetting, <laughs> and I and, I, and a I hate seeing that. System.
2: <laughs> yeah no it is a bit of a dodgy system mm. i mean i still bitter about some age restricted videos and some issues i had a 35 minute documentary i say documentary it was a video with connor mm. where we went and saw some monkeys and messed around some snow but i said the c word right at the end of the video <laughs> when referring to a duck that ruined my video by yeah. quacking loudly i called. It, i said something like you cheeky duck c word and the whole video got demonetized 35 minutes cuz of four letters and yeah. i discovered afterwards that the c word is seen as like a a really like derogatory phrase uh, phrase on youtube yeah. it's like up there with like being racist so right i yeah so <laughs> i got pretty unlucky there the moral of the story is don't call a duck the c word <laughs> and don't have your videos demonetized speaking of connor and excitement and ducks we're off to hokkaido mm. in about a week and a half to do a stupid project that's probably going to be fun, extremely painful as well. Uh, Connor wants to cycle across Hokkaido from the most northern point in Japan, Wakano, to Hakodate in the south of the island. It's right. going to take like a week. We've got to cycle like 100 kilometers a day. Yeah, I haven't cycled on a bike since 2018. <laughs> Kill me now. How am I going to survive this, Pete? What am I going to do? I mean Help I mean
3: me. you'll just have to cheat. You'll just have to sort of uh say Perfect. Oh Connor, look over there. Look at that lovely moon and then <laughs> just uh jump in a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> See you later.
2: Well I mean Connor's you can't. Connor's gonna be streaming the entire thing ah, minute by minute, live yeah, right. for an entire week. Lordy, I'll that's gonna, gonna be that. uh,
3: interesting. What, so he's gonna be streaming from whatever time he gets up in the morning to whatever time it's you know, it isn't at night or is it just how's how the battery gonna Pretty handle much. that?
2: <laughs> uh, he's got this one of these backpack streaming setups that cost like $10,000 right and it has like it's, uh, it's quite impressive tech kind of he's got f- yeah he's got like satellite transmission and like lots of different routers mm. so if the internet goes on like one router it automatically switches to another one so there's lots of backup it's how, he has um, a battery it's how, the size uh, of Spain
3: it's how like trains yeah. work isn't it like if you ever get Wi-Fi on the train it's basically mm. just four or five 4G uh, antennas that are just basically connected to an old like an old uh, mm-hmm. mobile phone sim card uh and it basically just if if you if if o2 goes down EE picks up if EE picks up uh goes down i don't, I don't know who, what the other um tesco mobile i don't know whoever <laughs> whoever's got the uh i'm very much speaking about uk providers here but um they're fascinating bits of tech and they're really useful uh when, you, when you're out and about
2: yeah i mean it's it's really quite impressive tech mm. and it works fantastically well Annoy- mm. annoyingly we uh I devised the route, because I've, I've driven all the way up to Wakanai last yeah. year, so I kind of know the area all right. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to take the nice, easy uh, coastal route for the first three days, mm. which is, you know, quite flat. It just yeah. follows the coast. Connor's like, oh, no, oh, gosh, no, there's no signal over the coastline, so we have to th- go through the mountains. So now we're taking a super-duper fucking nightmare hell route through the mountains with a 1000 meter altitude upwards. Yeah. And I'm going to kill him. And there's bears. There's so many bears in that area. And we're going to die. If the, if the fucking cycling doesn't finish me off, the bears will take what's left. You know, it's going to be brutal. And um damn you, Connor. But, you know, I'm I'm going to document the whole thing for a video. And I have no shame in if the, you know, if I fail, if I can't cycle, I'm just going to put my hands up and Give up a certain leg. We do have a car coming. We have uh, Ian from Jen across Japan's coming, and my friend Paul, who's going to film it uh, and come alongside us. And you know, in the event that I struggle or fail, I will just put the bike on the car and watch Connor. I don't think Connor will fail. He's actually very fit. Mm. Um, he's a very fit young man. I don't know how he's done it. Um, especially after he came out from America, like four kilograms heavier. Mm. But he's going to be doing it uh, and I'm going to do my best. But if I fail, I fail. But I'll certainly log how many kilometers I do during mm. the cycle. So I can at least end the cycle regardless. Ideally, I'd cycle the whole thing. But if I can't, I'll at least sort of be able to say, oh, I cycled, you know, 500, 600 kilometers. Right. And that is good enough for me as a starting point as part of my fitness journey. But mm. uh, tune in, guys, to Connor's stream. And if you can't catch the stream, it'll be on abroad in Japan, probably uh, towards the middle of September. So mm. more updates on that later, though. We've got a story this week from Luke from Kansas. No, not someone else from Kansas, like American <laughs> Pete. Chris and Pete, my name's Luke from Kansas. Uh, your video about scams in Japan reminded me of a crazy story from when I went there. It wasn't a scam, but it did involve a random person walking up to us and talking to us, which was surprising in of itself. My friend and I were in Japan back in summer 2018. As we were leaving Harajuku, an older man around their 70s came up to us and asked where we were from as we were waiting for the crosswalk to change. Without a second thought, we told them that we... We're Americans America, which you should never do. Immediately, he went on a rant about how he hates America because of Donald Trump and how he's racist. He asked what state we were from and told him <laughs> we told him we we're from Kansas. He then said, "Kansas, that's the KKK." They're everywhere in Kansas. We were both confused. Since there's never been any presence of KKK in Kansas, as far as we know, we tried to assure him there isn't any KKK around in Kansas. He then assured us that there definitely was. And there's evidence uh, brought up in an incident that happened in a nearby city uh, in uh, Olathe, Olathe, Kansas, where a man was shot and killed in a bar by a white guy. The fact he brought that up shocked us because... Uh, we, of course, knew about the incident since it was a big story locally when it happened. The old man then went on a rant about how he used to love America, but now it's full of the KKK. This man right. has a morbid fascination yeah. with the KKK. The KKK, KKK took my point, old man away, <laughs> <as>
3: the <Ramon laughs> At this point,
2: we started to walk across the street since the light had changed, and the old man started walking with us, ranting about America. I started walking ahead quickly... Completely ditched my friend, leaving him to try to ditch the man. About 30 seconds later, my friend caught up to me. He then said, From now on, if anyone asks us where we're from, we're from Canada. <laughs> have a great rest of the day, guys. Luke from Kansas, <laughs> KKK land. Yeah. I have to bring this up with Pete next to my sim. Well, he's, it he's, one of the, he's one of the yeah. main, main men,
3: men, men. He's one of, it's oh, one no. of the grand, grand wizards, do they call him? Fucking I don't old. know.
2: Stupid fucking organisation, honestly. I mean, I, I don't know anything about Kansas and the KKK. The only thing I know about Kansas is that's where the Wizard of Oz comes from. And I don't think that's the true, KKK yeah. were in the Wizard of Oz. Possibly an I,
3: also, I didn't see <laughs> much diversity woman. in that little collection <laughs> oh, no. of people, was it? I mean, one of them was a lion and one of them was
2: a was a, a metal man. But, I mean, yeah. Tim man. Scarecrow yeah. as well. Scarecrow. But, uh, yeah, I don't know much about Kansas. Apparently the barbecue's good. We'll have to find out. I'll have to ask Pete the next yeah. time I see him. But... That seems like quite an interesting man, you know. Uh I- an interesting individual. Strong opinions. Just strong, Just strong, strong str- all-around yeah. strong opinions. Jesus. <laughs> you get that there. Like you always have the I like it's always people in their 70s here who are very sort of bizarre yeah. people and because in Japan if you're old you could do whatever you want basically. You've got mm. like a get out of free get out of jail free card. You <laughs> got to say what you want, do what you want. Nobody cares because you're old. It's all right. And I've had cases like that where i've had sort of unruly elderly people just spouting views or being a bit sketchy Odd, but right. uh, yeah keep an eye out but what we got though story of the week pete hit us with what you got oh Hopefully chris i'm gonna hit you with a power card or two uh,
3: because oh someone's only got a made a bloody takoyaki guitar <laughs> what uh... what <laughs> they've made, basically, uh, Yamano Music, uh, which is a uh, a music company of some kind. Um, they've basically been, in recent years, making uh, special guitars that sing the pride of uh, a local uh, and different regions. And they basically decided to make a guitar in honour of Osaka. Uh, and the image came to mind uh, that came to mind was, of course, the Kamono uh, Garden um, octopus ball, the takoyaki, the region's famous uh, speciality. And, th- yeah, they've, they've made themselves... <laughs> They've joined forces with a gas grill maker, Iwatani, uh, to see if they wanted to sort of get together and uh, create a takoyaki guitar. And they've spent two years on this project <laughs> that, that genuinely looks like it, may, it, it took about a week. Um after two years of fine tuning uh, the octopus balls of the collaboration uh, as I'm reading here were finally revealed so basically the the actual it's basically just a takoyaki grill with takoyaki built into the grills if you know what I mean so you know takoyaki grills they're basically just half crescented kind of spheres uh, but there's like you know fucking 50 of them on on one particular uh, hot Mm. plate and you make the you make half the takoyaki and you um, uh, flip it over and add more of the um, pancake mixture into it uh, and it it makes a full a full sphere, if you will, and they have uh, basically made this. It, I, I when the person revealed it, they revealed it in this big ceremony, and this woman started playing. I thought <laughs> the takoyaki were all real, and I thought. The string, the, like the t- <laughs> the nickel wound strings are just going to be absolutely covered in takoyaki sauce and kewpie mayonnaise and bits of katsuboshi uh, hard fish flakes. It's just going to be disgusting, and it's going to smell uh, and it's going to stink out your van if you're on tour or whatever. Uh, but well, no, thought, uh, I, it's I all it it's all plastic. Well. Yeah, it's all plastic takoyaki. But I mean, I mean, Aww. I guess. You know, you see plastic takoyaki and okonomiyaki all over the gaff, really. You know, the the, the Japanese are very adept at making uh, plastic reproductions of uh, famous famous signature dishes and uh yeah so the main body of the guitar is uh the takoyaki uh, grill a very specific one called the iwatani uh, entako 2 Uh, the grill is filled with the takoyaki samples and uh, an octopus leg a red octopus leg uh runs along the neck of the instrument and the grill lights up uh, with leds to mimic the blue lights of the gas burners and it, it looks really good it is an electric guitar uh, I don't, uh, the actual music that comes out of it I, it, I mean what we look at I'm trying to look at what uh, which, is there, a, is there a, um, No, it's so it's, I right. mean the actual pickups where are the actual guitar pickups I can't seem to see where the actual uh, strings are getting where, where the information is actually getting read from uh, it's like a it must be like a bridge pickup or something I don't really know how they kind of made it work oh and the best thing the uh, tuning pegs are also little uh, takoyakis as well <laughs> That's
2: <laughs> uh, a pretty nice idea. Yeah. I, how much is it? It's it's 7,900 yen for one of these guitars. That's pretty cheap, isn't it? That's $70 no, for a guitar. So, it, no, it's it's
3: not going into production, this, into production. The grill. You can buy the grill that the guitar is based oh. on for 7,981 oh. yen. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh, you can check out then. if you want to uh, if you want to you can basically uh, go to the uh, Iwatani Outdoor uh, Shop bass and Yamano, Yamano's uh, Music Rock in Namba uh, both uh, located in Osaka I think there are two uh, guitars uh, or there's one guitar in each place and you can go there and you can take a picture and go wow that looks like a piece of shit <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> or better still just look it up on there uh, look it up on the internet world's yeah. first takoyaki guitar yeah. check that out and uh, <laughs> um, I, what most interesting thing for me in this story is that Osaka has a takoyaki day on August the 8th. Yeah. So a day to celebrate takoyaki. <laughs> to be fair, it's justified. It is one of my favourite things. I don't eat it as much as I would like. It's often no. my go-to, I'm drunk at 12pm t- midnight, I need something to eat now food. Yeah. Like, that's what I usually eat when I'm sort of really drunk it's and, bloody uh, lovely it's, it's just
3: good. lovely with a bit it's just got kind of warm kind of cloying mm. p- sort of flowery oh mate I love takoyaki it's
2: just dishes. that sort of the, the batter's kind of gooey and mm. the mayonnaise and the sort of sauce the sweet sweet sticky sauce on top's really nice okonomiyaki sauce which mm. kind of tastes like Worcester sauce yes and then the fish flakes it's a nice kind of really savoury dish and mm. if you ever find yourself in Osaka you've got to try it mm. just as Pete and I did in our Super Duper Osaka special, Mm. one of the best videos to come out that week. Mm. And uh, it was great. Pete (laughs) incinerated his mouth. Everyone I know who's had takoyaki the first time, they've burnt their mouth. And I'm no exception. (laughs) It's so damn hot. Because it is just like liquid molten batter. Yeah. (laughs) They do burn. So please be careful when eating takoyaki. Safety first. Safety first on the Braun Japan podcast. Uh, We'll be back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine.
1: Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass
2: And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mister Dawson? We
3: got a message from. Let's have a look here. Uh, yes, hi Krillin, Chris, and Pickle or Pete. I just watched your latest video uh, of tourist scams in Japan. A few of us are planning a two-week trap trip to a two-week trap, a two-week trip to Japan next year, <laughs> and trying. So the two-week Japanese bars tra- and karaoke bars are on our list. Is there a way to tell which bars these things, uh, type of things, happen in, uh, so we know where to keep well clear? Uh, keep up the amazing podcast. All the best, Scott from the UK. Scott from the UK wants to know uh, where are all the danger bars that you get into trouble with.
2: <laughs> well, just don't follow the street out. Yeah. um Karaoke, just go to one of the big chains, like yeah. Big Echo. Big Echo, right? They're yeah. the ones that have just all you can drink, all you can eat. Mm. They have good songs. They have all the music, right? That's the best place to do karaoke, and you get your own booth. Mm. Um, some bars do have karaoke, like snack bars, but they're a little bit more tricky to find, the good ones, and you kind of need a local to let you know where the best ones are, yeah. and you will have to sing in front of all the other patrons of the bar, which is pretty (laughs) humiliating. But uh, uh, as for bars, though, just, you know, look, look on Google. Honestly, it sounds a bit boring, but that's the way to do it. Go on Google, be careful... But usually, if you find a bar of your own free will, of your own accord, odds are you won't wander into somewhere where they put sleeping tablets in the drink mm. and steal your credit cards and take all of your hard-earned cash. Mm. So, that's, that's just like if you follow a street tout and they take you to yeah. like a Gen- bar that's on the fourth story at the back yeah. of a building. Generally, oh, yeah. if
3: they're speaking English and you're in Roppongi or Shinjuku, yeah, all that, yeah. I mean, I mean, they're generally going to be, you know, uh, gouging yeah, bars yeah. or uh, bars that you're going to get in a bit with.
2: That they are. I, I've got a really overwhelming urge to go and do karaoke now, oh. but I have no friends. Oh, Chris! Well, to fair, st- I do you know still a lot of people, people that are four
3: in the morning for crying out loud. That's why. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I've, I, I, karaoke. I, I when I was a uh, teacher, a lot of my students just went on their own and just sort of sang and just did their homework in the karaoke booth, and That's then just did a bit of singing. these like, cool.
3: people are great at singing. All, like, they just sit there and practice, practice, practice. Makes perfect
2: i do find japanese people across the board are way better singers than mm. brits like yeah. i think like one in 20 people can sing in the uk in japan it's like half. one in three yeah def- yeah def- it's really half it's half i think, like, think,
3: yeah. I, think uh, I think people uh, you don't like to uh, generalize but everyone in uh, essex is good at football i've decided because uh, i play, <laughs> play a lot of them and they're all fucking amazing uh, and uh, every japanese person can sing so there we go And
2: every footballer from Hartley Pool is rubbish. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I mean, that's league-tested. It's just your bad. (laughs) Chris, that's uh, (laughs) league-tested, (laughs) mate. We have got... uh, Hello, insert adjective starting with C here, Chris, and insert adjective starting with P here, Pete. My name is Matthias, or Matthias, or Mathis, from From Denmark. And my question is (laughs) Matthias. (laughs) <laughs> it sounds Irish Matthias from Denmark uh, my question is is there a website or other tool that one can use to easily figure out when and where to catch a train or bus that will go out to where I need to be sorry my phone's ringing Natsuki's ringing let me just hang up and that's how you do give that give me a ring um, just say hello um, you, Chris you owe me some fucking rings money rings I'm please. gonna
3: kill you oh god Natsuki <laughs> Chris, he's joined the Yakuza
2: <laughs> <laughs> Chris I need $10,000 <laughs> by tomorrow by Tuesday I'm in deep trouble um <laughs> Easy, easy one there. Google Maps, mate. Honestly, yeah. that's it. That's the question yeah. answered. Google Maps works.
3: They, they. Um, any, that any that any said, no, though, buses are just confusing. <laughs> like, don't worry about the buses. Yeah, just avoid buses. Yeah, avoid buses. They're
2: confusing. Avoid buses. But, <laughs> yeah, we got one. <laughs> that's the end of that question. That's the end of that question. Uh, gracias, amigos. It's Joe from Bracknell. Oh. Over to you, Pete. Oh, hola, Chris.
3: <laughs> Charismatico. Pete <laughs> a bit of Spanish for you there. <laughs> uh, Chris, i just come back from Bullet Train and I thought it was fucking great. Uh, with the Japanese setting and themes, I was wondering if you guys had seen it yet, and if so, what are your thoughts? Uh, I assume that events in the film portray the <laughs> average Bullet Train ride. Uh, gracias, amigos. <laughs> uh, Joe from Bracknell in England. Now, uh, I've not seen Bullet Train. Uh, I've... I think every single last person I've seen that has seen it uh, isn't that into it,
2: <laughs> and certainly the people yeah, who professionally I mean, review stuff are also not into it as well, which is a bit of a shame, really. It, it, I was looking, I was really looking forward to it, actually. Yeah. Um, the trailer looked kind of fun, and I love the sort of aesthetic and the, the Japanese cover of uh, Staying Alive in the trailer is really cool, <laughs> um, and Brad Pitt looks like he's on good form, mm. but... I've heard that it's quite a shallow movie. It doesn't have much depth to it and like but what do you expect? You know, I it's, mean it's called
3: Bullet Train and it's full of assassins.
2: <laughs> I mean, it, it <laughs> might be one of those videos, might be one of those films you sort of have as a guilty pleasure yeah. where you come out and go that was fun. That's a plain like, movie, isn't it? It's a plain movie. Maybe, maybe it's a plain movie, but I I would like to see it anyway. I think it's a shame. I don't think they filmed any of it in Japan. I've been saying no. that a while. I should probably make sure I'm <laughs> right on that. But I think it was filmed on a back lot in LA. Yeah. And it would have been really cool if they would had actually filmed it in Japan. Although very, very difficult and incredibly impractical given that Japan is like the most difficult country to film anything in. Uh, famously when Ridley Scott came here to make the movie mm. Black Rain. pretty That is a good film. Check that out. Well, it's, it's good but also laughable. Uh, when he came here, he was like, I'm not coming here again. I can't do his voice. It's your accent, though. He's from your neck of the woods. How would he say that, Pete? How, <laughs> how would, would he say, say what? How, would, how would Ridley Scott say, I'm not making a movie here again, in I'm, your accent?
3: I'm not making a movie here again.
2: I don't know. <laughs> no, he's, no his, his accent's better than that. All right, okay, okay. Go on, do a Ridley Scott voice. I, do, I, do, I, do, I thought Ridley Scott.
3: Land. No, Ridley Scott's got one of his transatlantic accents now,
2: hasn't he? I don't know no 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 I don't think he's that it's I
3: don't think Sunderland, he's that you I know he went to college up there but uh, yeah. this
2: is the one the one reason I've got you on the podcast to impersonate Ridley Scott <laughs> well my work here is and done I'm fucking do off
3: season later everyone <laughs> enjoy <laughs> Premier 2 <2P>, Pete yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I you can go and watch Bullet Train now in theatres I can't because now in Japan for another 30 years uh, ironic isn't it the country it's set in it's not even bloody coming out here until just, I think just called train September. over there
3: <laughs> don't really specify <laughs> Regular cool. train, yeah, regular, just regular um, train. They um, uh, apparently there's only one. Uh, they only needed one uh, carriage for the whole thing. Obviously, they're probably moving up and down the train. They only needed one carriage, <laughs> so <laughs> on the soundstage, oh, really? pr- pretty efficient, really. I suppose. they're probably only on the lot for like a couple of weeks.
2: They probably shot the movie in like two days. I <laughs> sound of it, but uh, I'm going to watch it. I'll give you my full review, guys, when I go and see it as will Pete, are you going to go and watch it, Pete? You're take one I for the team?
3: might just watch it on the internet. <laughs> That's
2: isn't that illegal, Pete? You're illegal, criminal. You're illegal. Oh. Some shit. I'll do what I fucking want. I'm not made of money. Go and watch it. <laughs> but Be- before you go and watch Bullet Train, guys, go and watch Journey Across Japan: Escape to Paradise. The first episode out now. More action-packed, more exciting than Bullet Train go and check it out and the next episode will be coming out this weekend so keep an eye out for that as well but for now guys as always many thanks for tuning into the Abroad Japan Podcast keep the stories questions coming in to Podcast at gmail.com have a great few days take it easy rest up and get ready for the next episode what's this just let the uh, takoyaki guitar play it out it's just this... oh, oh. mm. for now guys have a good one god this guitar I'm gonna go deaf Oh, it's the, sc- the sound, the tone on it.
3: I mean, it's just it's just dreadful.
2: <laughs> that is not good, is it? No. That That's is, out. Is it? Bye for now. <laughs>
3: Japan is a stack production and part of the ACAST creator network.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,